Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Dare to Dream Bigger podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa, mental to passionate world changers and author of Dare to Dream Bigger. And today I want to share with you what two dresses and a pair of boots reminded me about changing the world. So I'm a self-confessed workaholic. <laughs> It's a dangerous combo when you run your own business. And I skived off work yesterday for a whole two hours. And I know I'm the boss, but I still, I hate taking time off when the kids are at school. I end up feeling really bad about it. Yeah, I know I need to deal with that. So for me to take two hours off was a really big deal. But yesterday the sunshine was calling me in the autumn and you never know when you're going to get another really warm and sunny day in the autumn in England and there was the small matter of desperately needing to get some fab new clothes to wear to Chris Ducker's Youpreneur Summit in London at the beginning of November. So I found myself walking down the street, wallet and keys in hand, almost without realising. Now, it's over two decades since I've lived within walking distance of real shops. I've been in the countryside or in villages for all of that time. So it still feels really weird for me to walk through city centre in Salisbury and see these buildings that have front doors and exciting things in the windows and people inside who want to sell you stuff. (laughs) I don't have to worry about driving and parking and planning it in my schedule. And as I reached the first clothes shop, I knew I was looking for a dress. One that captured the real me rather than pretending to be businessy. And I wanted to move beyond the jeans and jumpers for this event. So at 10am on a Thursday morning, I was the only customer in the shop. And the store assistant took it as her personal mission to help me find the perfect dress. Now, I don't know about you, but it's, you know, this whole kind of personal shopper thing. I've never done it before. It felt really weird having somebody else decide what might or might not work for me. But here's where the lesson comes in. Listen on. (laughs) Okay, so she was toing and froing, and I could hear her running commentary in the background of, "Mm, no, not that one. That won't do. No, ooh, this one might work. (laughs) And there's me standing in the changing cubicle thinking, I should have worn posher pants (laughs) as we're talking about wobbly bits. It really took some courage for me to overcome my English politeness when a couple of her suggestions were very far misses. They were total no's. But she didn't take it personally and she simply came back with something else. And she encouraged me to try styles and colours I would never have considered had I been out shopping on my own. She helped me with zips and we did have some great conversations about those wobbly bits and how to flatter them and whether clothes are in fact designed by men who don't have wobbly bits. (laughs) Then we found the dress. And then we found another the dress. And they were both in the sale, which was crazy. And she and I were as excited as each other. If you want a sneak peek, you can find the picture over at the show notes for today's episode claireyosa.com forward slash podcasts forward slash episode 049. But the thing is, she reminded me of a valuable lesson. None of us is an expert in everything. And if you need help, ask for it. There will be someone out there who loves to solve exactly the problem you're struggling with. 
And how often on our passionate world changer journey do we think we've got to do it all on our own? Whether that's because money's tight or whether that's because we don't know who to ask, we become jack of all trades, master of none, because the one that we're actually a genius at, we don't have time to do. If I hadn't let her help me, there is no way I'd have found the two dresses I've ended up buying. Absolutely none. I wouldn't have considered them, but she knew more than I did. And I left my ego at the door and let her help me. Then, bag in hand, with my two gift-wrapped dresses, and I love it when shops do that. (laughs) You can pretend it wasn't your credit card that bought them, yeah? I headed over to a shoe shop I'd spotted in Salisbury earlier in the week that did boots it claimed were actually comfortable. Because I don't know about you, but women's shoes either look great and kill you, or they're comfortable and they look like your granny would wear them. And I wanted something that looked great and was comfortable. So it seemed to be the holy grail of footwear. So for this conference, I'm gonna be walking miles around good old London town. And it's always a compromise for between shoes that look the part and then not crying with pain on the tube on the way home. In fact, last Christmas, I think it was, I went to an event at the Houses of Parliament and I wore shoes that looked like they should be absolutely fine. And I had no idea it was going to be three solid hours of standing up (laughs) by the time I tell you. I left the Houses of Parliament with my shoes in my hand. I walked all the way out of the Houses of Parliament in my tights and nobody batted an eyelid. It was quite clear that was normal procedure at the very end of an evening. So I decided to pop into the shoe shop to see if these guys were telling the truth. And to be honest, I miss my Doc Martens from my engineering days. I've always loved pairing funky boots with dresses. I once famously at uni wore a scarlet floor-length ball gown with DM boots to a black tie event. Now, as I walked into the shop, the assistant just gave me one look and said, these are for you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. I must have given her my shocked face because she laughed and encouraged me to try the boots on. And she was right. They were absolutely perfect and blissfully comfortable. And as we were doing the credit card bashing bit, I told her I felt guilty about taking time out for a couple of hours to go shopping. When I should, never a good word to use in your self-talk, have been working. I mean, seriously, my workload for the next few days is beyond bonkers. <laughs> I told her about the conference. I told her about how busy I am for the next three or four weeks. She gave me a look and gave me my second life lesson of the morning. You're not skiving. You're making sure you look and feel great at the conference so you can connect with others with confidence and get the most from that weekend. She stopped me in my track. She was so right. This was so much more than a bit of retail therapy masquerading as self-care. It's really important that I feel great and can relax at the summit so I can chat with people without having to worry about whether the pain of my feet in my shoes is showing in my face so I can be with myself every step of the way. And that's not skiving. From her perspective, the time and those boots were an investment in my future and the difference I'm here to make in the world. Both of these ladies this morning got me thinking. 
both shared with me expertise I don't have. An eye for spotting the perfect way to match clothing to a woman's personality, even if you don't really know her. They also both reminded me that there's more to running a business than computer hours. And above all, they got me. They both knew that the clothes I've chosen will magnetize my dream clients and probably scare off those who would hate to work with me. So that was two hours very well spent. And I'm curious, is there anywhere in your life that you could allow an expert to help you? When maybe you're pushing on through on your own, when <sighs> slowing down and a change of scene might inspire you with some fresh energy? You can let me know over at the comments of the show notes, clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash episode 049. And I've got some other quick news. Okay, if you're listening to this episode when it comes out, are you joining me for my live masterclass on how to write your world-changing book made easy? In it, I'm going to be taking you through 10 reasons why your dream clients wish you would write your book, aka why it's a brilliant idea and could be really exciting and you need to kick your backside to go and do it. Five hidden reasons why most people will never do it and how you can avoid those. And then I'm going to share with you my step-by-step process for going from great idea to brilliant business growing book to make a bigger difference in the world. And I'm not talking about the mechanics of how to publish. I'm talking about the deeper process that helps you to write a book that's more than just a manual, that's a book that creates a movement, that turns your inner genius into something that works for people, even if they're sitting on the sofa at home in their pajamas with a cup of tea. Because believe me, that's not an obvious thing to create. It's not an, it's not an easy thing to do. But over the last 10 years, I've developed a process based on my engineering background and my NLP trainer background that makes it so much easier for you. And I'm gonna take you through that in the masterclass too. And we're gonna deal with some of the most common excuses why, you know, frankly, people get to their 90th birthday and look back and wish they had written that world-changing book. <laughs> if you wanna join me for that, authormastermind.com forward slash masterclass. That's authormastermind.com forward slash masterclass. And I've still got a few places left on my next mastermind in November, which is my author mastermind, where we will deep dive on that process and I will guide you through it step by step so that you can make 2019 the year that your world-changing movement-creating book gets published. If you want to grab the early bird on that, I think it's still around for another few days. That's authormastermind.com forward slash November. Authormastermind.com forward slash November. So for the masterclass, there will be a replay for three days. If you're listening to this after Monday, the 22nd of October, I'm afraid you've missed it, but you can still check out that link because I might be running another one. But do join us as well, authormastermind.com forward slash November. It's going to be an incredible, incredible month on that mastermind. So going back to my questions, I'd love to know from you over at the show notes, is there anywhere in your life and your passionate world change mission where you could allow an expert to help, where you could let go of doing it all yourself? And 
Is there anywhere that you're pushing yourself too hard when maybe slowing down and a change of scenery might inspire you with some fresh energy? I'd love to hear from you. Clayosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash episode 049. If you found today useful, come and let me know. Leave it a lovely review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you've subscribed and please share it on social media with anyone else who might love to talk about this kind of topic. I hope you have an amazing week. There's not going to be a podcast for the next two weeks because I'm away in Turkey. <laughs> I'm on holiday for some R&R. But the next episode, which will be episode 50... I'm going to be spilling the beans on the 10 most important things I learn at the Upreneur Conference in London with Chris Ducker and his amazing lineup of speakers. So make sure you have subscribed to Dare to Dream Bigger on your favorite podcast provider to make sure that you get those 10 essential not to be missed lessons from the Upreneur Summit. I can't wait to share them with you. And if you're at the Upreneur Summit, please do make sure you come and say hello. If you've checked out the show notes, you've got a photo of me in the dress and the boots, so you'll know what I look like. (laughs) And I can't wait to see you there. 